Hey everybody, I'm coming in again with another recording. I'm going to be doing several recordings back to back. It's my birthday week. It is the 7th of February and my birthday is on the 10th. I've recorded a previous um, podcast and then I have the one today and I'm going to do one tomorrow and then I'm going to do one for my birthday on Wednesday, February 10th. So the last one that I did was about my 20s and 30s, what my 20s and 30s taught me. Today, I want to talk about a subject, and the song has been in my my head. So, um, it's going to be titled, I'm Ready for Love. So, I know all of y'all know that NDRE song, I Am Ready for Love. And that's honestly where this is coming from, because the song has been, like, deep and embedded in my head, that I can, like, literally hear her singing it. And so I wanted to talk about that today because I was talking about it with a good friend and um, I wanted to share it with you. So I can honestly say I really wasn't ready for love. Not when I initially thought I was. You know, when you go set up those dating profiles or you start working out and really taking, you know, better care of yourself. and You're looking good and feeling good and you're drawing the attention that you feel like you need from guys, you know, they're actually paying you attention, actually saying hello, actually looking, you know, you're feeling like, wow, I'm I'm back in there. I'm back at it. So I would say about a year and a half, about two years ago, that's where I was. And I honestly thought I was ready. I really felt like I was ready. And, um, I really wasn't. And even prior to that, around 2017, it was the year that a lot of things had turned around for me financially and uh, mentally. But physically, I was still very overweight, still not working out or taking care of my body the way that I should. And I had just started the journey, like really just starting again, but not quite where I needed to be. And so I still had my insecurities because of my weight. And um, it showed from the inside out. A lot of times people can pick up on your insecurities. And I kept saying to one of my friends, I said, you know, I feel invisible. I said, nobody ever approaches me. Nobody ever really likes any of my pictures or really, uh, you know, says anything to me when I'm in the gym, the grocery store, when the outside was open. (laughs) Um, Nobody ever says anything. I said, I've always had guys approach me. I mean, I was... I can't tell you that I'm like the best looking chick on the block, but I can tell you that I never walked in and out of a place without a guy approaching me. And that's the honest to God truth. I can tell you that. Like, unless everybody in there was gay or married, okay, um, or it was just all women, I always have been able to walk in and out of a place. I don't care if I'm just shopping for shoes in a shoe store. I don't care if I'm in a mall, just minding my business. If I'm walking to my car in a parking lot, if I'm at the gas station, um, if I'm in Walmart perusing around in the meat section, I have always been able to catch the eye of some dude. And they will always come up to me, whether I like them or not. I'm going to just be honest. I ain't like everybody now. But I'm just saying, I was always able to catch somebody's eye. And I noticed that I wasn't catching nobody. I was like, child, I can walk in and out and it could be like 90 million men up in there and ain't nobody going to turn around and look at me. Okay. Nobody. And so I was like, 
I don't know how to feel about this. I, I really didn't know how to feel about it. Cause I was like, I mean, nobody pays me any attention. And, um, the thing about it was I had tied so much of who I was to the amount of attention that I got that I didn't really see any value in me outside of a guy telling me that I was pretty or giving me that attention. So I went through a little period where I was a little, you know, kind of depressed about it. Cause I was like, I'm re- sorry, I'm ready to be in a relationship and I'm ready to love somebody and, and all this and that. And I was like, Hmm, am I really ready? <laughs> because something's telling me that I'm not really quite ready as much as I say I am. And um, that's during the time that I decided to start my celibacy. And it was honestly a good move because I wasn't ready. I really wasn't. And um, right right when I started, it was more so because I knew something was kind of off. And I wasn't really feeling myself. And I knew that I didn't want to bring somebody in the midst of that, you know. And this may sound weird, but... I've always liked having sex, but I always like myself, you know, like I like looking at my body and I always have felt sexy. And so that confidence and everything always kind of radiated with that guy. And um, I didn't feel right just looking at myself anymore. And so I didn't feel sexy. I didn't feel desirable. I just kind of lost like that kind of contact that I had with myself. I can't say that I never had it because I had it and I lost it. And I just, I felt it as like, hmm, I'm not feeling myself anymore. It was just really weird. Like, I just don't like what I see. I'm not really, you know, I don't know. And um, I just felt like, you know, this is a good time to be by myself. <laughs> As opposed to what I initially thought, like, oh, this is the best time to be in love. And I'm going to find some, my God got somebody. I don't, and the thing about it was I had walked out of a bad relationship with somebody. It was very much so emotionally abusive. And um, I got into a space where I felt like if I walked out of that and I had the strength to walk away, I know God has something better for me. And a lot of times women automatically think that something better is a man. Like your Prince Charming is coming. And so I had this whole idea that Prince Charming was definitely around the corner. He was waiting for me with the the, the big old, you know, bouquet of roses. I don't know if y'all um, watched Pretty Woman back in the day. He going to ride up in the limo with the roses. He's going to take you on shopping sprees. In my head, I just knew that man was coming. He was going to just whisk me off my feet, knowing good and well I ain't even like the feet I was on, Okay. Um, the thing about that is I realized after going on a couple of dates, cause I did, you know, still go on dates, still, uh, putting up dating profiles, thinking that I'm going to still meet somebody. Even when I told myself, girl, it's not the time. It's not the time. I kept liking the guy, but not really wanting to go further. I didn't want to have sex with anybody. I just kind of closed myself off a lot. And a lot of guys were just really put off by it. And I thought to myself, why am I doing this to myself? And most importantly, why am I taking somebody else through this? Like, can I not just chill out? 
And the reality of it is a lot of times we don't want to be by ourselves per se. Like you don't want to be the person that don't have nobody calling you. Nobody's texting you. You have no interaction with no, no guy, period. And so I would keep the interaction going, but I knew that it wasn't what I needed. Well, I made a decision to stop because had I continued going over and over and over again, it was going to be really, really bad because I'd pissed off quite a few guys um, because I was hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. And so when I finally made the decision to just stop, okay, like, you know, you're not going to sleep with nobody. You know, you're not ready for this. Get yourself together. When I made that decision, fast forward, I would say three years later, I finally had gotten to a point where weight loss goals were realized. I was looking better, feeling better. My clothes were was fitting better. I wasn't necessarily at my ultimate goal. My BMI is still high. Um, and I'm still like at a point where it's still high, but it's a heck of a lot better than it was. Um, but... I still had this feeling like, you know, I, I kept saying to myself, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. And um, I kept saying, yeah, I'm ready. I think, you know, I'm, I'm lost the weight. I feel good. And now I'm visible again. Girl, when I first lost the weight and I was looking good, one day I went to pick the kids up from school. And I had this cute little black dress that I wear. It's like a little wrap dress. And um, I put on some cute little shoes with it. And I had one of my cute little everyday wigs on. I had it pinned back. And um, I was cute that day. I know I was cute. But it's just that day when your titties are sitting just right. And your waist is is a lot trimmer, okay? I can't say it's, it's snatched. But it's sitting right and your stomach is on flat, flat, okay? I was looking good in that dress that day. Because I looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, girl, you look good. You look good. So I said, you know, let me go get the kids. And then we had to stop by Dollar General. Girl, it was this guy pulled up in this really nice Corvette. And so I'm getting out my car at the same time he's getting out his car. The kids and I are getting out. I'm talking to the kids not paying attention. But I just so happened to notice that this guy gets out of his Corvette because he had just drove in and saw me getting out. And um, he got his car and just stood there and was looking at me with a smile on his face. And then this another guy, this other guy was walking across the parking lot and he double tight. And after that, it's funny because you would think, you know, like I would be like more concerned about talking to. I ain't care about neither one of them men. Let me tell you what I said to myself. She's back. That's what I said. I could have cared less about getting somebody's phone number. But I was like, oh, yes, yes, you're visible again. Yes, honey, you're visible. So I went in, got my stuff. And I mean, like I said, I have gone into the stores and stuff 50 million times. And I always run into a dude, whether I like the way they look or not. But these two men were very handsome. I'm surprised I didn't say nothing. I just kind of looked at them, laughed, and kept going. Because again, in my head, I was thinking, girl, you back. Okay, you back, girl. 
And so I go in there, get my stuff, and it's another guy in the store. He turned around, doubled back, and was like, hmm. And so I just kept going, got my stuff, and we left. Me and the kids got in the car and left and came home. That was like that boost of confidence I needed. After that, girl, I was out there two and three miles a day. Okay, every day busting my behind. And then I started really, really paying more attention to my carb intake and everything. And that's when it just started taking off. And I started seeing a difference in my body because I was going to the gym when there was no Rona, child. No Rona, okay? And they're lifting weights and, and, and working out and really pushing myself to the limit. And I love working out. You look at me five foot four, the weight that I am, and think, she probably lazy, but no. I like pushing myself to the limit. That workout is just does so much for you. And so I was in there doing my thing and everything. I would always see guys like looking and stuff, but I would never say anything because again, I just like the reassurance that I'm visible. Okay. And so I kept saying to myself, maybe I am ready for love. Maybe I am, you know, I look good. I'm, I'm, I'm getting back where I need to be. You know, maybe I am ready. So here I go again, girl, putting up a dating profile again, doing all this other stuff, you know, thinking that, okay, maybe, maybe so maybe, maybe not. And so then I met this guy online. Actually, I met him on Instagram and it was somebody that requested me. I didn't request him. And so I looked at the dude and I thought he was really handsome. Long story short, no. Um, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more, maybe tomorrow, but you just got to know where people are. <laughs> That's all I got to say. You just got to know where people are. Um, I knew where I was and I knew what I wanted and I knew that just wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to be a notch in nobody's belt. And I said, nah. There's plenty of other women out there that wouldn't mind, bruh, but I do. So I let that go. And then there was another guy, a couple of other guys that I met, you know, just on my IG. And they would just be in my inbox and stuff like that. And um, like I said, it does nothing. If it does nothing, it boosts you. It makes you feel good. But I knew I wasn't interested. Um, and then, like I said, I met some guys online. There was one. Very, very fine most beautiful eyes tall fine um, yes 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 god took his time on this one okay but took no initiative to contact me um asked for my number and everything but didn't take i mean I just didn't get it. You want to request me on Instagram, Facebook, ask me for my number, all this and that. But you don't know how to pick up the phone. You just texting. I was like, no, child, I can't. Then I went out one night, just decided I'm going to go out by myself. Met this guy, walked me to my car. We were talking and everything. He asked for my number, gave him my number. And this dude literally for two Christmases straight kept texting me. That's just how long he texts and did not call. It's like the Christmas, like the, the year that I met him, the, that Christmas was coming up, right? He texts me Merry Christmas and all this that year. Child, when Christmas came around this past Christmas, I deleted that joker out of my phone because I was like, you're not going to be texting me for 10 years. You're not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? This is a man who's only picked up the phone one time to call and have a conversation. 
I said, no, no, sir. No, sir. We will not be texting for life. No. So I, I gladly deleted him out of my phone. And then I got to a point where I said, again, are you ready for love? Because you you really do not have much of a tolerance for, you know, no, you, you might not be ready. And guess what? I, I came to the conclusion that, yes, I am ready for love, but I'm ready for love the right way. I refuse to accept anything. And I am only willing to fully open myself up to the possibility of love again. I'm only willing to do it with a man that is willing to love me the right way. I am not willing to put myself on the line for anybody. I am not willing, like I say, you know, I got things I got going on around here, child. I'm busy, okay? And um, I am not willing to put myself on the line for anybody. I'm not willing to, and, 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 and this is the thing, I may have like a mom-free weekend or something with the kids with their grandma, and it may be a free weekend for me. I may not have a test. I may have something to do, like a paper or something. I might be, you know, free, like seriously free. And um, I may have time to spend with somebody, but I'm not willing to do that unless you're worth my time. I'm not willing to call somebody and beg them to pick up a phone and and to come to my house and do stuff with them that I don't really want to do, but it's the only reason that he come by. I'm not willing to do it. I'm not. I'm not willing. That's not love. That's not love. That's me sacrificing myself for your selfish gain. And so for that, I'm not willing to do that. But am I willing to spend my time and schedule some time in to see you and be with you and have time with you? Am I willing to do that when you're well worth my time? Yes. When I know that this man is vested in me, he's vested in trying to make things work for us. You know what I'm saying? A man who has done the work, not just have a job and a place to stay in a car. A lot of people have that and they are jacked up. I'm here to tell you. I done dated guys that had six figure jobs, nice cars, homes, everything. And psychologically, they were jacked up. I'm just telling you, jacked up because they're not done the work. And if I'm taking the time to do the work, I'm taking the time to to dive, you know, deep and, and get to the get to the deep, the crux of the problem. See that the roots were not deep enough. Strengthen my foundation. You know, if I'm willing to do that, why would I waste my time with somebody who is only on the surface? You know, they don't go as far as what the surface will take. Basically, this is a man who looks good. This is a man who dresses good. This is a man who drives a nice car. This is a man who has a nice house. This is a man who makes good money. But outside of that, there's nothing deep. And I'm not willing to dig, you know, to dig deep and to try to set up a foundation for somebody that they need to do for themselves. Because I'm doing this for me. I'm I'm trying to stay to the course for me and making sure that my foundation is strong so that you know what I'm saying? I can hold my end in the relationship and in order for him to be able to do what I need him to do for me he has to be able to be strong his foundation has to be strong and so I need him to dig a little deeper okay I'm gonna need him to do some work 
I'm gonna need him to know who he is and where he is in his life and not give me some bull about, well, we'll just see where this goes. I'm gonna need him to, you know, know where he is in his life, know what it is he honestly wants and not waste my time. Because what I am not going to do is waste my time, not anymore. So that is the second installment of the word, the uh, the road, sorry, the road to 39. Um, and it is, I'm ready for love. I am. I'm ready for love the right way. And I hope that everybody that's listening, if you're not in a place where you feel like your roots are, are deep enough and your foundation isn't strong, I hope that you are doing the work. And I hope you're willing to do the work. Like I said in my first episodes, you know, if you are a Christian, get into a Bible-based church. You know, get into a good Bible-based church. There are so many now during the pandemic that are online that you can Monday to Sunday do Bible study and everything, prayer group throughout the week. And you can definitely dive deep into the Bible, into the word and get yourself strengthened because it is very, very hard to maneuver through, you know what I'm saying? The waves and and the storms and everything that comes in life without having a deep found a good solid foundation. And, um, I thought about this because when I was looking at my TV, you know, um, I turned my television off and, you know, you have the different scenes from different places in the U.S. That's like on my television screen when I just don't turn the television off, but just turn the cable off. And um, one of the scenes was from this place. I want to say it's in Utah. It has the most beautiful mountains and it's this beautiful body of water. And I can clearly see where the mountains are deep down past where, you know what I'm saying, what you see on the surface. And what I'm saying is this, is you're just not enough to survive on the surface. You got to go deep. You got to have some deep, deeper roots. You know, it's got to be more to you than what's on the surface. And I took the time and I'm taking the time to go deep. Why? Because my roots have to be deeper. I have to have a stronger foundation than what's on the surface. Yes, I like to look good. And any woman that says that that's vain and you shouldn't, and I don't take that time, well, that's you, okay? That is you, sis. But there is nothing wrong with a woman taking care of herself, looking good, and feeling good. There is nothing wrong with you looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, girl, you look good. There is nothing wrong with that. We need more of that, okay? Um, There is nothing wrong with that. But the problem comes in when that's the only thing that you do. The only thing that you do is, is, is worry about your outer instead of your inner. And I refuse to do that. Yes, I'm going to work on my outer, but I tell you, I got a bomb in or two. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? It is one thing. And I've heard guys say this, that they have met so many women that look good, drive a nice car, you know, all this, this and that. But when they got to know them, they were rotten to the core. And so, again, take the time to build that inner as well as the outer. Develop strong roots, you know, be planted in a way that you are stable and you have a strong foundation. 
So that is it. I will have another um, discussion coming up tomorrow. Like I said, leading up to my 39th birthday on February 10th. And I'm not too sure what the subject is going to be. Um, I just kind of come up with these things, <laughs> the thought to come, and I'll think about it. But that song was in my head and it's been in my head for the past 24, 48 hours. So I thought, hey, why not name this series that? I'm ready for love. I hope y'all are too. Have a good uh, week. It's going into Valentine's Day. So definitely have you a good week, a good sweetheart's day. And um, if you don't have a sweetheart, technically you are a sweetheart. Love on yourself. Okay. Be a love to yourself. I do it every year that I'm single. Every year that I have been single, I refuse to go without flowers. I refuse to go without a gift for myself. Um, I refuse because, hey, I deserve it. I know I'm a sweet, loving woman and um, I deserve that and more. And so I'm going to do it for me until he comes to do it for me. So enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your sweetheart day. And I'll talk to y'all again tomorrow.